welcome everybody to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. And tonight, myself and my co-host, Kellick, say hello, Kellick. Hello. We'll be bringing you some holiday cheer for this holiday season. We will be doing a series on all holiday cryptids. Yes, there are indeed holiday cryptids. Bet you didn't know that, but now you do. And we're going to tell you all about them in the upcoming weeks. And the first one we are bringing you is tonight. It is the gnome or the Tomti, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Probably not because I'm not Scandinavian. So Tomti. The, there you go. They are the most adorable, most mischievous little house gnomes or farmstead homes that you see that have become most common during Christmas time and gardens. You know the little garden gnomes? Little ceramic garden gnomes you see? That's who we're talking about here. And we're going to tell you why. They are so much part of the Yuletide and winter solstice slash Christmas time and um why they're so prevalent in gardens as garden gnomes as well so take it away kelly go ahead i know you already so, got all the links up go ahead and do it I, of course I do. <laughs> so the tom tay is uh there's a couple different uh names or titles for it and it the etymology of it is basically comes from the Swedish and Scandinavian. Uh, Tomte is derived from his place of residence and area of influence, the house lot of Tomt. Now, with that, basically, the Tomte is supposed to be the person who, in originally, it was the spirit of the person who originally laid the foundation of the homestead. So, basically, back then, they thought, they believed that the first, like, when a homestead was made, uh, the person who first laid uh, the first, was it the first three uh, rows of, like, a log cabin? Uh, they also say the, uh, the first logs that you put in the fire is when the Tom Tay officially takes up residence in the home. Now, the Tom Tay, okay, and this is kind of where I got confused, so maybe you can help me out with it. The Tom Tay is associated sure. with the brownie, but is it the brownie? Because this, okay, yeah. I'm going to read this family thing here, and we're going to, mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm going to read this, because a lot of these names are Scandinavian, and I can't even begin to pronounce them. Uh, but... You got this, girl. I know you can do it. You got it. <laughs> oh, go, yeah, this go, is going to be entertaining. Pronounce Scandinavian and Finnish names. Woohoo! So the Scandinavian is Tomte. The Finnish is Mise. And it shares many aspects with other Scandinavian whites, such as the Swedish Vatar. Uh, or the Norwegian Tusker. These beings are social, however, whereas Tom Tay are always solitary, uh, though he is now often pictured with other Tom Tar. So before I go on, all of the Tom Tay, Tom Tar, Tom Ten, 
all of those are different in Scandinavian language. The, those are all like the tamte or the like plural of tamte. It, it's it's a language thing. So you know, but yeah. tamte or the tantu. Like, right. Exactly. So there's all those different names. They're all the same thing, just different ways to explain it. Anyway, moving on. Um, some of the synonyms of tamte in Swedish and Norwegian include gardbo, uh, which is yard dweller, hence like the yard gnomes that we know and love so much. The yard warden, which is guardward. Um, and then, let's see, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce those because those are a lot of squiggly lines. Anyway, uh, in other European folklore, there are many beings similar to the Tomte, such as the Scots Brownie, uh, the German Wichelman, or the Russian Domovi, or Domovoi. The Finnish word Tantu has been borrowed from Swedish. So, what, like, is it part of the same family? I mean, we're, we're talking about Fae here, right? Are they yeah, fae creatures. Fae family, right? Okay. Because yeah. originally we were talk it talked about how they were considered like the first the spirits of the first ones to kind of break the soil or till the soil and you know start the homestead. And somehow it went from mm -hmm. that to the Fae. Now can do you know how that happened? Like are you able to talk about that? Well, um, from <laughs> you're so what? What'd you say? I wasn't. I wasn't really clear on that one and how uh, a spirit of a living person became a a fae. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> Maybe it's just different you're interpretation. So cautious. <laughs> it could be different. Okay. You're so cautious when you start talking about the fan. You're like, I want to know, but I kind of don't want to well, know. I feel like <laughs> if I say something, they're just going to pop up in my house and then my life is going to be chaos. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> it's true. You never know. <laughs> you always have to be gently and. Uh, tiptoe around because you know they they call them the the fair folk for a reason it's not because they're fair necessarily <laughs> they're trying to make keep them happy True. yep <laughs> no you so, do want to keep them know. happy absolutely you want to keep them happy but no to answer your question they are not the ghosties they are the fae and um the whole thing that came about with them like basically being associated with the fae uh, was in 19th century due to uh, romanticism uh, for the collection of folklore. So uh, the basically the Scandinavian folklore um, and the Scandinavian literature started to kind of get revamped to make it like, you know, go flow with the times and whatnot. Yeah. Right, it was popularized and they wanted to make it look, the, the, the face not ugly. None of them, they're ugly. They're all beautiful and loving creatures. You know, it was, 
<laughs> that's what happened to them in in the 19th century and um I, one of the authors that uh, made that happen was uh hans christian anderson really so i didn't know that <laughs> yeah really, really yeah huh. um and uh yeah and there's the the nissi scandinavian term it's a pan scandinavian term um it's basically like uh like generalization of brownies and gnomes and other little house creatures that kind of like um come and help you in certain areas of your home like brownies help you with keeping your house clean like they keep your house clean your things organized and all that stuff if you just yeah these guys are very the tom family they are really all that different because while they don't clean your house necessarily, they do take care of the the barn animals and they have like favorite animals and ones that they really kind of click with. Mm -hmm. and they they say that when you see a horse in a you know on a homestead in a barn that is looks a lot nicer than the others, is more well kept, well fed, you know, taken care of. Um, that that is like the Tom Tay's favorite. That that that's the one that the Tom Tay yes. spoil. So it is. It is. They always pick a favorite animal on the farm. I mean, they okay. The way that this happens is gnomes are are a lot like the puka when it comes to their relationships with humans. They pick a favorite. They pick a favorite family or a fam like a favorite homestead, and that's where they kind of stay. They kind of linger on that land. And they form relationships with the farmers and, and the, the children and the generations and stuff there. And they kind of just pick something that they take care of, something that they're going to look after, whether it be livestock or crops or the um part of the home like uh, a brownie for instance will pick a kitchen or a laundry room or the hearth which the hearth is considered to be the most important part of a home um especially since back in like way back that's what they used to cook with that's was like the heart of the home it's where they cooked it's where they gathered it's where they stayed warm where they kept themselves from getting ill it was like the central part of the home so the brownies normally picked that place so that they could continue to take care of their family because they they pretty much it's like cats you know how cats bring you like little things little treats from the outside like a dead rat yeah. or maybe a dead bird or something and kind of just bleh all over your lap and be like here feed yourself <laughs> you skinny rotten human who doesn't know how to take care of you <laughs> that's basically what brownies do with humans now not all so, Tom stayed in the barn either because you from from my understanding the Tom Tay uh they had it was almost like I don't want to say different classes because uh but like their their clothing would change depending on almost like the job that they had so like if they were in the barn um they would have more of the workers outfit you know they'd have the the grays and the the dark blues and more drab colors whereas like even with their hats and then the ones that lived and dwelled in the house uh were a little bit finer clothing um nicer brighter colors 
um, they just kind of seem to be almost like different societal classes of Tom Tay, Tom Tim, Tom, the plural of Tom Tay. <laughs> the Nisi or the Tuft? The, the Nisan, Nisei. <laughs> they have so many different I names. I tell you what. Y'all, so many different names. Back when I was, gosh, this would have been about eight, maybe, no, about 10 years ago. Um, I, I attempted to learn uh, Norwegian or like the Scandinavian dialect, and I did not get very far. Oh Those names, holy oh moly. No. I, I tried. I, I gave it a, a solid effort, and I was just like, I can't do it. <laughs> you get an A for effort, my friend. <laughs> Their dialect, I, I can't even read it in my head, much less speak it with my mouth. So. It's difficult. I, I think that Scandinavian, uh, Norwegian, Finnish is more difficult to learn than like medieval Latin and Japanese, to be honest with you. I learned Japanese easier than I did medieval Latin. I did too. <laughs> and I did. I didn't even try to to do like Norwegian. Um, now you know what's here's the funny thing. You know what's easier for me to to speak? Hmm. Gallic. Really? See that one for me. Yeah. That one's difficult because the way it's it's phonetically spelled is totally different than how it actually sounds. Like completely different. It's like. You could have a word written out like Frank and like in like they would speak and be like, oh, that's Tom. But it says Frank. But no, 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 it's Tom. But I, I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> like, I know we're going to really say it this way. The, the words mean nothing, really. Just, just say it this way. Anyway. The pronunciation means nothing. The spelling, completely bad backwards. But it, I... it's really tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave Scandinavian a shot. I gave Latin a shot. Um, I gave Spanish and French a shot. None of them were any good. Like for like, my brain just didn't click with any of them. And then I tried Japanese, and Japanese actually clicked a lot better. Um, but it, it, I didn't have anybody to practice with. So, you know. When you don't use something, you kind of lose it. That's true. That's true. I think I only remember one line, a greeting in Gaelic, Gaelic, Gaelic. Can and I put you on the it's, spot? It's pretty much, hi, how are you? Oh! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Give it to you. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. Uh, here's Sooth attempting to speak the one line of Gallic that she actually remembers from 15 years ago. Are we ready? Here we go. Banadojuena. That's it. Banadojuena. That's all I know. And it's, hi, how are you? <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for you. Because 
because I haven't used it in like, I don't know how many years. That's like the only one that I remember. And now trying to find like uh, programs to teach you Gaelic is like, it's, you can't. I'm, I'm, it's easier for me to learn Nigerian now than it is for me to learn Gaelic because I can't find any like language programs that teach you Gaelic. So, yeah, you really have yeah. to. Yeah, you have <laughs> totally to. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's totally off topic. But anyway, it's fun. <laughs> uh, now, now I, I do want to find out, and perhaps you can explain this. Um, how did Tomte become associated with Father Christmas? Now, like, I know the, the concept of giving gifts and all of that, but, like, he, this is a big thing. Like, the Scandinavians have literally practiced this tradition for, like, a thousand years or longer. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Uh, let me see if I, uh, <clears throat> I think it was as early as 14 to or 13 to 14 C that's it that's as early as I can track it back to but um, that's early. that's, that's yeah. almost that's almost like uh the beginning of everything Beowulf and Grendel early like that's that's around that yeah. time period yeah yeah, it is. And it's funny because this little this little bitty this little bitty man, this little bitty gnome, uh, which also became known as uh the goblin or associated with the goblin or the hobgoblin, which by the way, both are very, very, very different. Very oh, different. The hobgoblin is <laughs> Well early Christians. <laughs> the hobgoblin is not very goblin. nice. Like oh it's a it's a yeah. goblin. That, that's all there's to it. No difference. It's just they're all goblins. So yeah, a, yeah. But the the gnome uh, or the tomte, tomte, tomte. I'll I'll learn how to pronounce this at some point. I will. I promise. Um, I pronounce <clears throat> it tomte. I don't know tom-tay. if that's right. Hey, while you're talking, I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna double check to make sure it's right. <laughs> yeah, go find out. Go find out how we could pronounce this properly, or if we are. I'm gonna feel so bad. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me for mispronouncing this word. I promise you that I I respect the gnome. I really do. My entire house is covered in gnomes right now, and it's beautiful. I love it. Um, now the 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 tom tea became associated with Yule time or Yule tide or the winter solstice um, and basically became kind of like a figurehead for like Santa Claus. Um, And that happened because he pretty much was like, I got to make sure that you guys are doing this right. I got to make sure that you're taking care of each other, taking care of your household, taking care of your animals during the winter time and the winter solstice. So he pretty much kind of just traveled around. Boop, 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 boop in their little villages, you know, wherever they were to check on everything and make sure they were doing it right. And guess what? If you weren't doing it right, much like someone else that we're going to be talking about, Krampus, <laughs> um, <laughs> he would punish you. 
he would um he would punish you for not celebrating correctly not doing correctly not taking care of your household correctly or if you disrespected him if you disrespected him in any form or, or fashion insulted him in any way that was it done over no more good luck for you no more blessed crops i'm kicking the good horse out the stall y'all lost everything he is going to make sure that you and your family are cursed your entire family the entire farmstead is cursed he becomes mischievous. But, he becomes there is a way dark to, to punish the family. What? There is a way to make him happy. I mean, yes. he, he's got some wild mood swings, but there are ways to keep him happy, especially around the holiday season. Uh, like Christmas porridge or that holiday porridge uh, with a pad of butter and a little honey, a moat of honey drizzled around, left in the barn. Mm -hmm. Or a food. nice apple. Or a nice apple. Speaking of apples, um, uh, yeah. okay. yes. <laughs> some say that, say, well, some describe hitting the side <laughs> with a grim skull. <laughs> so, I know. We're going to talk about apples now. Some people describe the Tom K as being the height of four apples, and some describe him as being the height of half of a man. Uh, some also say that he can shapeshift and turn much, much bigger than a man and even go invisible, which is why people will catch glimpses out of the corner of their eye or, you know, see him just a little bit. But they, it, you can't, like, just look directly at him and focus on him, which I think that probably has to do with, like, fake glamour and stuff, That's I would true. imagine, right? I mean... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, that ties back to those magical things also um it's tom two or i'm sorry tom tay and tom tay and nisei nisei oh yeah. we had one out of two we were doing our the, the finish <laughs> for name for him is ton two t-o-n-t-t-u so ton he Call him Tantu, Tante, Nisei. Uh, just don't call him a bad time because otherwise he'll get really angry. <laughs> don't Sorry. take away his porridge. Gosh darn it. Oh my it. gosh. So there is actually a Scandinavian story, believe it or not, that so this person wanted to have a better cow. So they put the pad of butter on the bottom of the porridge that pissed the the Tom Tay off and he he goes on a rage and this is actually a, a famous story that's set all over Scandinavia he gets pissed off he goes on a rampage kills the best cow and then goes back because he's a fiend for porridge and he goes back to finish his porridge now that he's released all of his anger and finds the pad of butter on the bottom which then he feels so much regret and guilt he has to scour the lands to find another cow that looked identical to the one that he killed and steals it and brings it back to the barn <laughs> and now boom the farmer has a new cow see i feel like that's taking wow. advantage of it like <laughs> you think you think 
<laughs> Poor Tom got played. That's awful. Poor Betsy. Are you kidding? Poor <laughs> Betsy the cow. She has no idea what's going on. <laughs> this, this poor guy that's been taking care of her, she's like, he's got her full trust. This gnome is her everybody and favorite person in the entire world. Imagine being Betsy. Imagine being Betsy first thing in the morning. All right. And then you got your favorite little gnome guy. Imagine being the farmhand going out the next morning. Hey, did we have uh, a Betsy or a Bruce? Because uh, I'm not sure if this is if we have the right cow anymore. <laughs> I, can't, dude, I can't imagine poor old Betsy. Poor, poor old poor Betsy bit. just eating, chewing her cud, just happy as a as a sow could be. And here comes this this gnome just on a furious rampage, just. Three apples high just comes in there. You don't think he could do any damage, but here he comes. Will of a butcher knife. <laughs> Poor Bessie didn't know what was coming. She just thought she was going to get some good hay, but nah. Dead. <laughs> She's dead. Now, Died. what happens? She has, she has become dinner. <laughs> so, like, okay. What about the, the favorite horse? Is the favorite horse safe or is, like, no one safe? Because that would suck. No one's safe. No one's safe no one. because now favorite horse blue. It's blue. And and, <laughs> and they say that. <laughs> uh, that took a big turn, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they say that if, like, for instance, you've got a village, right? And the village, you've got people in the village who aren't doing so good on their homesteads their crops aren't all that great and then you've got this one town home or this one homestead that like just is thriving the veggies are great the fruits are great the hay the fields they're all awesome and like everybody would get jealous and be like well they've got a tomte and they they must be doing like evil sacrifices and all of this to appease their tomte and it became this like thing where oh they're doing better than me they must be evil and that was kind of part of the that early adoption of christianity in that area or that region of the world so yeah it's yeah it's crazy how it's... I'm good. I promise. <laughs> you good? <laughs> I'm good. I'm sorry. I was, I was laughing. I was laughing because this is supposed to be happy holiday season. Everybody, happy winter solstice. We're gonna talk about the warmer fuzzies. <laughs> die, Betsy. Die. <laughs> to the glue factory for you because I didn't get my butter. Bring me my butter, and it better be real butter. <laughs> better, better not be, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> We're having steak for dinner tonight, boys. <laughs> I swear it does get better. Want... That's the only dark side to the gnomes. What exactly is rich? Like, what is this porridge that they speak of with the pat of butter and honey? Because that sounds really good. I want some. Like, is it just like uh, oh, 
special or is it like something fancy? I mean, I, I well, don't expect. Well, it dep- I guess it depends on the region. Yeah, that's true. I wonder. Yeah, I'll have to look um, up a porridge recipe. Yeah, you, uh, you know what? We can look up porridge stuff right now and see what old English porridge would have been or Scandinavian porridges. Because depending oh, on the region and how isolated you are or what you might be growing on your farm, if you were a farmer, it depends on what you have readily available to you to make it into a porridge. But the, the um, uh, kanji, I believe it's called kanji, it's a Japanese porridge, and that's made out of Interesting. rice. Interesting. Yeah. How is it? Um, yeah. Uh, How is You're going to hear yeah. some typing, kanji. Because... <laughs> It's C-O-N-G-E-E, kanji. It's Chinese. Sorry, my bad. I apologize. Not Japanese. It's Chinese rice okay. porridge. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say kanji is actually um, a like Japanese written language. Uh, you've got like katakana, hiragana, uh, kanji, romanji. They, yeah, they got a lot of written languages for one spoken language. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, let's let's see. I'm I'm gonna do a quick look up to see what this uh what uh Norwegian I can spell porridge. Here we go. All right. Yay for the internet's being read at your fingertips. <laughs> let's see. Oh, I can't pronounce the um, the actual name for the Norwegian porridge, but it is also made out of rice. Okay, so, so rice cool. is the general porridge. All right. No, oh, hold on. They have a Christmas porridge recipe. Hold on. Hold Ooh. on. I'm going to bring it up. Norwegian Christmas porridge. Kapow. Hey, bring it up for me. Oh, it just has an addition of, it looks like, maybe a brown sugar. Okay. And um, cranberries. It's milk, sugar, vanilla seeds and pod and a cinnamon stick dude that sounds and then awesome butter. <laughs> right it sounds really freaking good like i may have to post this and make this it's uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> my poor husband in the in the audience going i don't know if i can do rice porridge i can't he hey. i can't i don't know this might be something that i don't try <laughs> I, I would totally try that because it sounds okay i'm we're totally getting off topic and derailed, but anyway, uh, I love like rice pudding and all of like cream of weed and all of that stuff. I just love it. I don't know. I, I've enjoyed it since I was seven years old and yes, I would put honey in uh, my. Cream. I honey love cream of weed. I love it. 
Like, that's the only thing that I picked up from living up north when I was younger is, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, cream of wheat and we made it hot. And then we would put a jam, like swirl a jam in it, strawberry Ooh, or, uh, oh, yeah, a oh, little bit of honey, lots of butter, some sugar <laughs> sprinkled course. on top or brown sugar. Lord. Mm, Lord. That sounds so good. So good. It yeah, as it a, really now I want some freaking man. As as a kid, the yeah. best cream of, wheat, cream of wheat was was sweet enough when you could bite down like chew it and crunch down on the sugar crystals. That's when it was sweet enough. And I just loved it. It was amazing. But in oh, addition yeah. to the Christmas porridge. Uh, that people would give to offer up to uh, the Tomte. There were other gifts as well. And that would be like a length of gray homespun yarn um, so that mm -hmm. you can make clothes out of, a pinch of tobacco, and as much clay as a spade can hold. And they say that the clay may have been used for making like a clay pipe uh or just basically an acknowledgement that it was he was the one that laid the first shovel full of earth in the house walls so yeah yeah there's hmm. there are different ways nice. to make it happy so yeah so yeah. he's not all bad the gnome isn't all no. bad you want to know a cute little thing you want to you want to hear a cute little story about the gnome Here's a cute thing. Of course. You know how most gnomes <clears throat> are depicted with their conical hats, like pulled down over their eyeballs all the way to their nose. So all you see is like their nose and their beards or their hair yeah. hanging out of their, their hat. Do you know why that happens? Why? Because the Tom T has scary eyes and some of them are said to have or be a cyclops only have one eye and it was so scary to look at he would pull his cap down to cover his eyes as to not scare his human family that's actually pretty so that's why they consider hats <laughs> right that's okay it's kind of cute that's kind of adorable you know they've got their their hats down i know this is scary it's the only scary part of my entire body but i'm going to cover it just for you so you don't have to see but don't worry but don't worry adorable. and your cows just don't forget my butter don't forget my butter don't, <laughs> don't forget the butter now he is also uh, accompanied a specific animal um which is actually a goat which is the the uh -huh. yule goat i believe and with like uh -huh. the yule that dates back i think even farther than tomte himself i mean that goes back to like ancient myths and legends like several thousand years ago so that was that was like a vital and like <clears throat> to our ancestors and they celebrated it mm -hmm. you know what other animal and this isn't with uh with the scandinavians it's actually um 
uh, I think Irish. Um, it is horse's skull. And Wait. I can't remember the name for it. I could, I could see it in my, my, my brain pan, but it's not translating to my mouth hole <laughs> and I can't get the word out. It's two different words and I want to say describe. it, but it just won't let me. So describe it. Okay. So it's a, tr okay. It's a tradition. The the last word is L W Y H. Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> Now, basically, it's like a horse's oh. skull that comes prancing around and knocks on your window and will like sing to you. And oh, that's if, super if creepy. You're good, if you're good, it is. It's super freaking creepy. But if you don't like acknowledge it and give it stuff i think it's beer it's either beer or ale or something then you're then you're, for the like rest of the season you're like cursed and stuff i don't know i have to look it up again but it's okay. it's that's the other thing it's a horse's skull just the horse's yeah, that, skull. that is creepy can you imagine looking out the window and seeing a horse's skull that would yeah <laughs> it, it would be time to move for me <laughs> yeah it's uh it's pretty weird it is pretty weird but i like it now i'm looking it with, up so i can figure with the yule goat um that was actually so that got associated with tom tay because of tom tay's refusal to work on thursday nights um leading many to believe that he, he was a worshiper of Thor because Thor had, um, he had his chariot that was pulled by two goats and those goats would be killed and eaten and then they would come to life again the next day and they would pr provide food and sustenance for uh, the Norse gods. So yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So because he didn't, he didn't like to work on Thor's day. Um, I think they like tied him in with like the goat and the, all of that. Hmm. Okay. Right on. See how all yeah, of these different of, like cultures and stuff just weave themselves together. I love it. I love it. It's amazing. And by the way, I found it. It's Mary oh, awesome. M A R I Lude. L-W-Y-D, and I had a whole long, it is not, it's Wales. It's from South Wales. Ah, and it's, okay. <laughs> it's hey, funny. South Wales has it's got some crazy. creepy cryptids there. Like, not even joking. Like, they, we've talked, South Wales, or no, it was North Wales. I think it was the North Shore of Wales. Um, that's where, that, Oh, what was it called? The one that was like half horse, half human, and all skinless. Mm -hmm. Cannot remember mm -hmm. the name of that. Yeah, that one's. But yes, again with the horses. That that was like a skeletal horse with like muscles and everything, and this skeletal humanoid that was fused together. Anyway, it's the Welsh have some yeah. crazy 
creatures, like terrifying. They got they got crazy stuff, man. Not everything everything is kind of it's crazy. It's crazy. So this this custom, the the Mary custom, it consists of a horse's skull that is decorated with ribbons and affixed to a pole. To the back of the skull is attached a white sheet which drapes down to conceal both the pole and the individual carrying it. And on occasion, the horse's head was represented not by a skull, but was instead made from wood or even paper. So it wasn't always creepy. It wasn't always a horse's skull. Uh, And that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad, but I mean, it's still kind of creepy. But the custom is performed during winter festivities, specifically around the dates of Christmas and New Year. And however, the precise date on which the custom was performed varied between villages. And in a number of cases, the custom was carried out for several consecutive nights. And it would begin at dusk and often lasted late into the night. And it partly... Let's see, it consisted of four to seven men who often had colored ribbons and rosettes attached to their clothes and sometimes wore a broad sash around the waist. And uh, they were known as the Merry Men. <clears throat> Nothing to do with Robin Hood at all. These are not those kind of <laughs> men. Um, they, uh, they played music and Punch and Judy... I don't know what that is, with blackened faces, often brightly dressed. Punch carried a long metal fire iron, and Judy had a basin. And if anyone here is not witching, don't know what a basin is, it is basically a decorated, uh, either a cinnamon broom or a broom made out of branches and twigs and uh, hay or dried flowers that's at the bottom. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's all handmade, but you don't, like, actually sweep with it. It's more ceremonial than it is anything else. Yeah. But it's like a, (laughs) it's, it's, yeah, it's basically like a musical battle. Huh. Very cool. Yeah, they would continue until the house's inhabitants ran out of ideas. So basically, the inhabitants of the house would then offer excuses for why the the team could not enter. The party would sing a second verse, and the debate between the two sides, known as the Huanco, a form of musical battle similar to flighting, would continue until the house's inhabitants ran out of ideas, at which time they were obliged to allow the party entry and provide them with ale and food. So basically, they're out there yell singing at your house, drunk, <laughs> with a dressed up horse skull going, you better, you better let me in. You better have some good excuses as to why I can't come into your house. And if you relent, I'm coming in and I'm eating all your food and I'm drinking all your ale and then I'm moving on to the next house. So is this yeah, the origin that's, uh, of the that's that for that one? Is that the origin? Of <laughs> you know, it is. It is the origin of of wassailing. It's, oh, it's really? the origin of wassailing. Huh. Mm-hmm. It was uh, well. It's. I let's see. No once idea. inside, the with the Mary Lude running around, neighing and snapping its jaws, creating havoc, frightening children, and perhaps even adults, while the leader pretended to try to restrain it. 
The Merry Men played music and entertained the householders. And the folklorist Lorith Pete believed that in recorded examples from Glamorgan, it was apparent that the Merrywood custom had become indistinguishable from the practice of wassailing, oh. which is basically our form of caroling. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know. The, like, <laughs> the <laughs> more <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, creepy animals associated with winter solstice and Yule time and Christmas uh, comes in all shapes and sizes. So be now, nice to your to your house goes and your brownies and your hobgoblins, guys, because they're gonna come they're now, gonna come for your livestock or your pantry. The the differences between say like Father Christmas and the Tomte. Um, Father Christmas obviously goes down the chimney, uh, rides a sleigh that flies through the air, pulled by reindeer, and um, gosh, what else? Oh yeah, big, fat, jolly, you know, that whole thing. So the Tomte is more like, yeah, I'm just going to come through the front door. It seems like a whole lot of work to come through the chimney. Uh, I do got a bag of gifts, though, and that's cool. But uh, other than that, I've yeah. got a goat. I don't have any reindeer, but I got a goat, and that's, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm coming bearing gifts. I'm good. <laughs> so not quite Santa, <laughs> but same time, very similar premise. Sort of. Then mm -hmm. bearing, you know, as long, and again, as long as you have followed the the i guess the rules for winter like taking care of your animals and celebrating christmas and all of that like you have to follow the rules or you know coal for you or you know poor bessie so <laughs> You made me choke my spit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Excuse me, poor Betsy. Poor Betsy. I'm telling you. So be, so be nice to your gnomes, y'all. Here's another good little tidbit for you before we start listening to any comments that we may have, because it's that time during the show that we take our comments. Um, Holly. Holly berries and holly branches are also associated with Yule time. Everybody has a holly wreath, right? Or they're making, they've got these nice holly garlands that they put up in their house and stuff. And most everybody doesn't know what it means, just like they don't know why there's a Christmas gnome. Well, if you put holly branches or holly wreaths in your house, or outside of your home, like on your door, or your windows, it is a symbol to the Fae to let them know that it is safe for them to come into your home and stay for the winter. So think oh, about that before you up holly branches. Mm -hmm. real. Do not fake branches, fake or real, wreaths, garlands, none of the sort if you do not want the Fae to come and stay in your home for the winter time. I have never so, heard that. That is very interesting. 
Yeah. I had so That's nice little fact. So I'm a woodworker and I actually had a customer who just very recently ordered something made of holly and he was very adamant that it was made of holly and he wouldn't accept any Ooh. other kind of wood or anything. He was like, it has to be holly. I was like, okay, all right, I'll make that. So I wonder if that has anything, any connection there. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe he just likes the wood. I don't know. It, to me, it's a very, oh, I, 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 I hate to say it. Very boring wood. It's literally, first of all, it's the whitest wood um, out of any of the woods. Like, out of all the trees on the planet, holly, especially like American holly, is supposed to have the white, the most pure white color out of any wood. There's no like grain to it. There's nothing. It's just like a chunk. It almost looks like ivory, where it's just like a chunk of white. It's interesting stuff. So I have yeah, quite pretty. a bit of that in my shop. Anyway. So. Yeah. No, that's pretty. I like that's that. That's very cool. Uh, the there reason, is another so interesting. I... Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. It's one of those things, like, I know we addressed this uh, a couple of podcasts back, that people tend to uphold traditions or keep doing something that was passed down uh, to them and not understanding why it's just something that happens. Well, this is one of those things. Holly is one of those things, the holly leaf, the holly wreaths. It's to signify that my house is safe. Come stay. Keep warm during the winter fay. You know, I actually have several of them hanging up in my house. So <laughs> you and over my heart. <laughs> I do. I have several. You, oh, I have so many gnomes. I have gnomes on my Christmas tree. My Christmas tree, my Yuletide, sorry, my Yuletide tree is decorated with, like, all of the little gnomes, the cute little gnomes that I could find. My fireplace is covered in gnomes of every size and shape and color you could imagine. Some of them even light up. They are adorable. Right. I love it. And then, of course, I've got my holly garlands and my holly branches. Just adore it. I love this time. It makes me so happy. So all the twinkling lights and all of the pretty. It's so cozy. It's so cozy. Okay, so sorry. Now we're going to go into <laughs> the wonderful time <laughs> of our podcast where we listen to our, our uh, comments. We don't have very many today. We only got three. Here we go. Yeah, it's a little quiet tonight. Dueling. Sorry. Go ahead. It is a little quiet tonight. No, no, it is a little quiet tonight. Maybe everybody's still recovering from Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, here we go. Duolingo has a, a Gaelic program. Hey. See, the the duel that I have on my my cell phone. Uh, does not have garlic on it, but maybe I just need to download it for my computer because then I can like pick it back up and start relearning the language because it's a really beautiful language. It is the closest to Elvish that I have ever I come across. Gaelic? No, El yeah. Elvish. I'm sorry, not Elvish. Uh, Gaelic, I think, is on Rosetta Stone too, I believe. So. Might yeah, if out. Rosetta Stone didn't cost 
$600 freaking dollars, I'd have Rosetta Stone. Well, that, yeah. that program is expensive. That is very Super expensive. Anybody can pirate? We should We need a pirate. Shh. <laughs> 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 And no, we don't condone pirating. <laughs> I'm kidding. I anyway. joke. I'm bashing it. It's fine. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> hey, Dylan, what do you got for us? I think Latin was a lot easier just probably because my uh, preference, that's the word I can, I can speak for uh, Western languages, I guess, because it's easier. And Latin is basically the root of almost all of them. Sabe puede comodo es? Oh, look at you, smarty pants. That was good. Then why were you telling me to put holly bunches inside my house when I gave you some of mine off my bush? Thank you. Give me more information next time, please. It was for your own good, sacred. It was for your own good, okay? <laughs> I can hear it now. I'm gonna get so many text messages later on. Why are you freaking? She does not deal in the fay like I do, but I'm I'm trying to bless her as much as possible. <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna have to tell you guys about how I gave sacred a face stone, and she didn't realize it, and it was hilarious. So See, I don't. So I generally don't deal with the fae either. Like for me, it's one of those things. I'm kind of along the same lines as pretty much everybody else from throughout history. Going, you know what? I'll call them fair folk. You know, they're yes, you're beautiful, you're pretty, you're you're wonderful, and you're nice. And don't kill me, please. Like I, I that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Just don't don't bring disaster on my house, please. And thank you. Like, <laughs> I, I would rather no. just. <clears throat> oh, sacred I knew I was going to get all this. That's odd because my app does, and I know we're both Samsungs. Huh? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to re-download it. I guess. I have not been able to find Gaelic on Rosetta Stone, and if I could, it's still. Three to five hundred dollars for the program. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The the cost is the big issue for Rosetta Stone. It's just too expensive. Yeah. It yeah, is. just like the fairy stones you gave me too. Here, have a gift. <laughs> there it is. I knew it. Tina, I, love it. I, called, I called it. Hi, Tina. You finally made it. It's the end of the podcast. I hope you feel <laughs> crappy. No. I'm kidding. I'm crappy. <laughs> I'm crappy. I love you. I love your face. You're wonderful. You. I hope you got M&M's today. <laughs> I love you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you at least made it for the last couple of minutes. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here I we know, go. and I love you. Mm-hmm. I know. Everybody loves me until they don't. <laughs> I just have enough chaos in my house at the moment as it is. I don't need to be dealing with the Fae and their bargains and their presents and their trickeries. I love you, though. Thank I'm you. sorry. Thank you. I'm right there with you, <laughs> Sacred. Right there with you. You better back it up. 
you better back it up because you don't want them to hear you say that. Don't let them hear you say that because then it's going to be a whole nother ball game, girl. They've been leaving you good stuff. I've been, I'm sorry. I've had phone calls from Sacred, okay? I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to have to do it because it's been brought up. It's already been done. <laughs> the box has been opened, okay? So I have been giving, slowly been giving Sacred things that are, are a part of the Fae. And uh, one of them was a Fae stone that I gave her. She actually has another Fae stone from Ireland See, right that, now in her house. And I don't think she realizes sweet. it because it's in... <laughs> It's in the box of gemstones that I gave her to make the jewelry. And uh, it's sitting in there in that box. You're welcome. See, that, You're that's welcome. Sneaky, it's there sneaky. in the box. Anyway. And uh, no, you don't understand. She needed it. She needed it in her life. So I gave it to her. And I would get the funniest FaceTime calls from her going, did you leave this ball of yarn here? No, I didn't. Are you sure you didn't leave this? Is this your yarn? No, it's not mine. I didn't get it. It's not mine. Did you need yarn? Well, yes, I needed yarn. Then why are you complaining? The fame brought me. What did you do? <laughs> like nobody. It was so funny. It was a mysterious skein of yarn sitting on her counter when she got home. And her, her mother-in-law didn't know where it came from. She didn't know where it came from. Her husband didn't leave it, didn't give it to her. Um, her roommate that was living there at the time also didn't give it to her. Not, it was mysterious skein of yarn. And she was like, we needed yarn. This is actually the yarn that we needed, that we needed this. But, uh, where did it come from? So she had to call me after they all were like brainstorming That's and stuff. And I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> That's crazy. You're getting what you need. I don't understand why this is a problem. Just, you it's know, a little bit of honey. It's the bargains. It's the trickery of the bargains. And... Nah. Oh, it's great. It's great. It brings a little excitement into your life. It's fine. It's totally fine. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I miss this podcast. <laughs> Ain't no way. I'm feeling so bad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I was, I'm not feeling the best. Yeah, okay, you're and fine. I went to lay my head down oh. and I passed out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Oh. Hi, Tina. <laughs> sorry. You're Tina. good. I hope you're <laughs> <laughs> I hope you feel better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. It's okay. I hope you feel better. It's fine. You can listen to it on Spotify. It'll be okay. <laughs> oh, I love you. Yes, I meant no, no offense. Please do not come visit. I, I don't mm -hmm. need any more mm -hmm. right now. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Spotify, <laughs> we just uploaded four new, four more episodes. Um, sorry, we've been kind of slacking on that lately, but we are back in action there and all we are current and up to date and everything is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, and apparently Google has uh, started doing sharing our stuff, or at least we're popping up in the searches and a whole bunch of like smaller podcaster or mm -hmm podcasting sites that I didn't even know existed. So, so go check those mm -hmm. out. And if you, mm -hmm. 
give us a like and uh yeah that's all that times i'm give climbing off like, my soapbox give us a follow and <laughs> and if uh <laughs> If you like what you're listening to, leave us a rating. A five-star rating would be great. It would definitely help us out. We're just doing, you know, shamelessly plugging this <laughs> right Shameless. You know? <laughs> but we're not only on all of those. We're also on Apple Podcasts. So all you have to do, and I love saying this. I love saying it. It's my first time saying it on air, but it, I, I love saying it. All you have to do is Google us. Just You can oh. Google us. Just just we're google Paranormal cryptid preservation society yeah we're google it's not even a word but i claim it you can google us now yeah it's googleable but you can find you can't find us you can't figure out hmm which platform do i want to listen to them on google us we're there and we're everywhere we are everywhere. You can't escape us. I never thought in my entire life that I would be saying that. Just Google me. You'll find me. Right. Real easy. <laughs> I am. Right there. You'll yeah. probably find us on sites that we didn't even know we were a part of. <laughs> We've been recently discovering that, too. Oh. We're like, well, oh, yeah. what's, that's, what's uh, this? That's really interesting. I was not aware of this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was there. Where Did you know that we were there? No, mm. holy hairballs. There's a there's a couple. We we have goals, y'all. We want to make certain lists next year. So actually <clears throat> we're pumping. So out. so I have Uh-oh. a list of all of the uh the client apps that are sharing us. We've got Google Bot, iHeartRadio, Google Chrome. Uh, we've got Podcast Addict, Podbean, Edge, Castbox, Firefox, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iTunes, and Podcast Republic. So, boom, <laughs> we are. We made Podcast every... Addict. We did. Oh my! I didn't God. know that was. A th- I can't believe we made sure. Podcast Addict. I didn't know that was a thing, but yeah, yeah no, that's a thing. There. Yeah. And Ooh, you gotta be telling are... me this on, on air, huh? You gotta be telling. <laughs> oh, hold on! I got a mute last. On top of that, we—I'm looking at the the world map right now. We have been listened to in Australia, Japan, Africa, uh, Norway, Russia, um, Spain, England, Ireland, Canada. And Mexico, in addition to the U.S., of course. Wow. 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 I'm trying to my, get my voice down so that my mic hello. doesn't crack. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, do you remember the days when we only got listened to to a couple of states in the United States and it was like our home right. state? Now, if you look at it, like... I like I'm looking at the map right now and the United States is actually pretty like it's for instance Seattle, Oregon, Kansas, uh Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, uh Washington DC, 
Kentucky, Chicago, uh, Boston. Like it, it just keeps going. Like we're yeah, fun times. Oh my goodness! Look at us! Look at us! <laughs> Look at us doing the thing! Look at us doing the thing! Oh my goodness! Anyway, I it's just had to share. It's exciting. That is really exciting. That is super exciting. <laughs> Holy crap balls. She's just now yeah. sharing this with me. Like, I'm, I'm just well, now. Sorry to put on. you on the spot. <laughs> you just put me on the spot. Because my Michael Blast. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That is really, really. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I feel like I to be like Mickey Mouse in it right now. Hello. Oh, wow. That is cool. That's really awesome. Hello out there in the world. Well, a big thank you to everybody who listens to us because you all are awesome. Like, just saying from the heart, you guys are awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if I wasn't freaking out right now, I'd have some more words for you, <laughs> but I don't. So I'm just well, going to say, that. holy crap balls, Batman. That is awesome. Horn-roasted metal, Batman. <laughs> and since we're speechless, why don't we go ahead and listen to the rest of the comments? Yeah, that's a good that's So a great I'm idea. a single mom. Um, if I were to, like, leave these trinkets and stuff around, would they come and, like, help me? Help. In the literal form. In the best way possible. <laughs> For my family. Thank you. <laughs> yes, actually. Um, there are different things that you can leave for different faith um, <clears throat> and different uh, items that you can leave that will go with the type of faith that you are inviting in your home. Say like the brownies who are, like I explained, really, really good for your home. They're good for you. They're kind of like six armed or four arms sometimes some of them only have two arms um they're furry little chocolate brown wonderfulness and they're like little tiny mother hens that just kind of walk around your house and and take care of things for you but don't fear with them when they're doing their work don't do it because it's an insult and don't say you know please and thank you and all of that stuff to them just walk in, acknowledge that whatever has been done has been done by, you know, admiring it. And then you can leave like a little offering. Sometimes there's a, you can leave them acorns, you can leave them pine cones, uh, ribbon, um, milk and honey is always a really good go-to, uh, cookies, sweets, just plain honey, just kind of leave it out casually, you know, and do your thing. Um, but yeah, there are plenty of helpful fae out there who just get a bad rap and it's sad. We should do a whole series on all the good fae that help families and help, you know, your, your homestead. Um, <clears throat> we'll probably do that. It pro it's not going to be in January and I can't tell you what we're doing in January because it's a surprise, but, um, probably in February we can do that series of helpful fae for you all. Um, that would be fun. I'm going to go back to the comments cause I'm, it would be fun. <laughs> it would. I love that. I love that so much cause they get a bad rap. They really do. Okay. Here we go. I feel so bad. No. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Ay, you need to feel better. What you need to do, what what do we always say? Health and family comes first. first. Exactly. And that's mental health and physical health. And if any time you have something going on with your family, that comes first. You, your family, your health comes first. That's it. Period. Always. It's recorded, honey. You can come back and listen to it. It's fine. I can't say the words that I would like to say to you right now. Uh, we'll have a discussion later. But luckily, they're in the box, and the box is staying closed. So, nah. <laughs> you were there when I bought it. You were there when I bought it. You just, I just kept it in the box with my, my scrying mirror. My black mirror is in there. Anyway. Yes, yeah. but you also know that I was concerned where the other origin of that ball of yarn could have come from, and that was my concern. True. But it didn't. It came from some helpful faith. Next. You guys are definitely also on Podvine and Boomplay. I just Googled you. You guys. Oh my. I didn't have to scroll down. You're like top. <laughs> top news. Oh, it's awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> Look at us. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for doing that and for telling oh, us. That I didn't know that. I didn't know that. We're learning new information together as a group. Isn't it great? Um, oh, I'm, I'm not, typing I, in. I'm typing in our name now into Google, and it auto-populated. It like it knew us. Did it auto-populated. It? it did. I can't. I can't. <laughs> my my mind's gonna melt. I'm gonna melt. I'm gonna have a little tension here in a minute, and it's not gonna be okay. Everybody's going to hear me scream. And if you're wearing headphones, I'm sorry. I'm your eardrums. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm so excited. Right. I tried so hard. It's awesome. That is so cool. I, you know, I thought we had accomplished something when we held the number one spot in Spotify for Paranatural and Paranormal podcasts because there are a lot of great paranormal established have been doing this for years, established podcasts that I look up to on on Spotify. <clears throat> and we were in the top three and for a long time, the top, the number one search on Spotify in those two categories. And that was insanity to me. I, Meanwhile, I can't even believe we're, we're actually, to, I can't believe we're actually on Spotify. Actually, I know. I'm still, it still boggles my mind. It still boggles my right. mind. Boggle. Boggle. It's like that 90s game, boggle. And just keep, somebody just keep hitting the button and boggling me over and over and over again. I can't even make a word. It's crazy. Okay, next. Y'all are being heard from so many different places. And not one of y'all, not one of these beautiful people are um, following the Twitter page. So not only do, not only do I feel bad, but I feel lonely over there. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you should click the link, please. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> we're, uh, yes, we're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Yeah. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on, we got the Tic Tacs. I mean, we're literally everywhere. And we're on places that we didn't even know we were on. That's insane. My brain scrambled. Fried egg. That is my brain right now. So if I wanted to have magical, say, uh, indentured servants, 
society mm -hmm. would just hang that stuff up. <laughs> that, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, don't do that. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, Della. Don't do that. <laughs> negative. Negative friend. <laughs> don't do that. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. Now that we have officially boggled our own minds, baked our own noodles, I just want to tell everybody thank you so much. Thank you so much for participating, for listening for supporting us and watching us climb on this journey because it is a journey for sure. And I just appreciate all of you for being here and all of you wonderful people engaging with us. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go into my ending spiel here. You see above our head, there's our solo link, which got, has all of the links to all of the things, all of the social things, not all of them apparently, but a majority of them that we know about is linked up there. If you're not a part of our Discord, I highly recommend that you join because everything that we talk about in each podcast is posted for your viewing pleasure in the Discord where you can hold discussions with other like-minded people and continue your own research if you're interested in that sort of thing. Um, also, we, um, we've got some Tic Tacs up. They're kind of funny. They're really cool. Our social media managers are doing a great job on all of our social medias. Um, and you can, like we said just earlier, you can literally find us everywhere. Just Google us. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. So thank you so much for being here. And don't forget to grab your salt, check under your bed, and turn on that nightlight because you don't want to get got by the boogeyman. Have a wonderful night, you guys. Love you all. All of your wonderful faces. Oh, one more comment and then we're going to head out. I have a question. Um, so I just saw a video on TikTok after I, I followed you guys on TikTok where this woman, she went into the bathroom and she sees nothing, right? But then she, she gets a feeling like something's watching her and she puts the camera up and there is like this small child looking figure standing behind the shower glass, um, but it's not detected with the naked eye. Hmm. Okay. Uh, continuing from my last message, um, do you guys know of any uh, beings like this? What are they? Are they good? Are they evil? Um, if you're not detecting it with the naked eye and it's coming up on the screen, normally that has to do with, uh, shadow people. Um, that's what I was going to say too. And yeah, not, and it's not what you think. Not all shadow people are the same. They actually, in different regions, there are different types of shadow people. Uh, the Northern state shadow people like where the northern hemisphere sometimes even um shadow people are way different way different some of the southern shadow people look like slenderman or a um not the the, the rake they resemble the rake but they're actually a shadow person um they're not just a shadowy figure that you see at the foot of your bed and when you're half asleep at night we actually did a whole podcast on that on spotify you can find it um, and we talked about all of the different types of shadow people, the watchers um, in the different regions, how they look, how they approach. 
yeah, it was a really good one. And if you're interested, you should check that one out because I think you'll find some uh, better answers than what I have for you now um, on there. And another one are manifestations. Um, it's like a projection. You can like manifest it in your home. You can manifest it. Yeah, like the tulpas. You can you can basically manifest this being into your home. Um, and that's why you're not seeing it physically. And you can only see it through... Um, uh, either electromagnetic fields, uh, your phone, video cameras, uh, cell phones, because uh, they just they have to draw from an en energy source somewhere like poltergeist do. Um, right. The more you interact with it, the stronger it becomes. So at some point, it won't be just that thing that you're ca capturing in a, in a picture. It's going to be something that you're actually going to start seeing because you're going to be feeding it. So the shadow figures, um, are they in the same dimension as us? Like for her, it was in her shower, but for it, where was it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this is a good one for Kelly. That's <laughs> Kelly can it. She so, she deals with a lot of uh that's, that's more of the dimensional stuff where you know you've got lower dimensions and higher dimensions and generally the lower dimensions tend to leech from higher dimensions because every the way i've understood it is that every dimension um there's like that higher dimension that the dimension the lower dimension is trying to strive for you know so if it is from like say a lower dimension um it's like sue said it's pulling in that energy that the energy field from people from uh, electronics stuff like that so in terms of that like generally if it's from a higher dimension it's going to be some form of light being um and then you know it's not necessarily so much that you know light is good and dark like the the lower dimensions are bad they're just different and because of like the dimensional, like the resonance of whatever dimension it is in or you're in, like it, they don't necessarily sync up. And because of that, it can be damaging to the, like your dimension. So like if you were having a shadow person in your home, that could ascend, that could be, uh, detrimental or it could just be a manifestation that's showing up checking in on you and moving on it, it really just depends it does it really does depend on the it's so crazy how scientific it gets um and these are all things that we have learned through our research for just for funsies um right and and like any good research everything changes um, but what we have learned so far, um, depending on the region, depending on your home, where you're located geographically, uh, the frequencies, there's, if they, they even say that it has a lot to do with frequencies. And that's why right. the higher the frequency, the more um, activity you would have. There are a lot of good channels on TikTok, actually, and on YouTube that explain these things. Um, I'll have to share the the uh, TikTok account of the woman who basically lives in a haunted farm, and the stuff that she captures 
is insane. And there's also um, another one, a YouTube channel. This guy lives in his house. His family can't live in their house anymore. He lives there. He doesn't live there full time, but um, it's so crazy there. <clears throat> I'm going to have to, let me look it up for you real quick because it's insane what he catches because he catches a lot of shadow people and it's crazy. Um, what is it? Let me look it up real quick. Hold on, because I don't want to. I don't want to leave you hanging. I want you to be able to to know what I'm talking about. Um, let me go here and find my stuff real quick, because I watch it and Thank it's creepy. So much. It gives me like full body shivers. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't realize I was muted. <laughs> I was gonna say while you're uh, looking no. that up, I'm gonna go ahead and play the. It's gone. Where'd the message go? Yeah, yeah, do that. It's gone. Oh no! It disappeared. Out of it. Oh, you did I click did. out of it. Uh, say it again, please. <laughs> please repost your comment <laughs> if you don't mind. There please we go. Okay. I actually um, follow a YouTube channel called Really Haunted. I don't know what country they're in. I want to say it's England. Mm. Um, but he has some verifiable uh, captures. Um, he's being haunted by entities and shadow people and all kinds of things. It's, it's fascinating. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. If, you, if, you come and, yeah, if you come and be a part of the Discord, or even not, if you can mess me the link here on, on stereo, that would be really cool. I would like, I'm interested in seeing that actually. Yeah, me too. I would really like to see that. That's not it. I follow so many parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, it's with the, the ghosts, ghost, the ghosts oh, of, oh. huh? Go ahead. Wait, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. One second. Um, I found the, the YouTube channel. It's called the ghosts of Carmel, Maine. C A R. M-E-L, Maine, M-A-I-N-E. And it is insane what he catches in his home. Um, they still own the home, but he just they just don't live there full time anymore because of the activity. And it full body, I screamed. Like I've screamed watching his videos. Like it caught it was oh, so surprising. Just yeah, but watch it. Some of them are really long because he doesn't like post like edited stuff he doesn't chop it down to just what he experienced it's him showing you this is where i sleep this is where i eat i live here this is actually my home and it's like there's no hidden cameras there's no any of that stuff like he's like i stay here for a couple of days and then i turn around and i go home back to my family and the stuff that he catches is just oh yeah i'm already getting goosebumps it's it's crazy but i definitely recommend watching watching his youtube some of them are like two or three hours long um but it's it's active i'll reach out to him and see if you guys can link up and uh do a podcast together he and his family have been dealing with this i think for about a year and a half steadily but i think he's i think he might have an attachment because he's been dealing with things off and on it sounds like through the years um, but the activity mm-hmm. has been steadily and increasing in the last year and a half. 
Um, but what was the name of that YouTube what? channel that you were talking about? Because I would really love to check that out. Um, and all I was saying in my other yeah. message was thank you for your information. Thank you for answering my question. Oh, yeah. Um, my of questions. Course. But also, uh, I sent you, Soothe, the link to that uh, TikTok video that I asked about. Awesome. If you want to take a look at it uh, mm -hmm. whenever you're able to. Thanks. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I would definitely love to have a chat with your friend. Uh, that would be awesome. I, yeah, I love be... that idea. Well, how do you feel about it? I feel yeah, good about that. That'd be really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, cool. that that could definitely be a yeah a parent a paranormal umbrella episode for sure. So, yeah, pass our information along and um, see if he's interested. Um, and everybody's welcome to the Discord. So, share the Discord too. It's it's a lot easier to get a hold of us on Discord than it is anywhere else because um, we're right. definitely much more active on there. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm totally interested in talking to you, talking to him. That would be awesome. Thank you so much for that. Like really. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so again, thanks so much. Thank you so much. Those were really, really great questions. That was an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for that. Um, and again, tune in. Um, we will be here on uh, next Wednesday at eight o'clock with another wonderful cryptid and we will also have a paranormal umbrella next friday for your enjoyment so thank you so much for joining us and uh we hope to have you guys all join us again next week yes you guys have been awesome oh go ahead go ahead okay well i don't know this guy personally i actually found uh okay clips of his hauntings on tiktok which brought me to his youtube channel but he's very responsive to listeners so okay. i'll go ahead and share okay. your information in a comment next time he uploads but his stuff that he has i'll send you some of his video clips as well that way you guys can you know catch an idea of what he and his family have been dealing with oh yeah absolutely yeah. thank you thank you yeah that'd be awesome yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much for that. Okay. <laughs> Thank y'all. Have a great night. Take care, everyone.